Hey, this is Brent Jensen, and you're listening to No Sleep Till Sudbury, a show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Brent Jensen Music, and on Twitter at Real B. Jensen. No Sleep Till Sudbury is brought to you by Pariah Pickups. What you want, what you need, what you love. Check them out at pariahpickups.com. This week, my guest is Annabella Tvostek, an indie folk singer-songwriter based in Toronto who got her start at age seven and has performed on television with people like Anne Murray and Tommy Hunter. Annabelle's latest record is called String of Pearls, recorded in both Canada and Uruguay, and features jazz, tango, and classical musicians from both countries. She's here to talk about it now, as well as the songs that make her skin vibrate. Here she is. Annabelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's, it's nice to chat with you. You had reached out to me earlier this summer, and uh, you gained a fan. I love what you're doing. The newest record is called String of Pearls, and it's, I, it's a contemporary take on, on 1930s-era tango and jazz. It's got like a strong cabaret vibe to it, and I love it. Thank you. Uh, it, was a, it was a blast to make. It's, it, I, I just sort of got obsessed with that era and, you know, and the, the sort of rhythm guitar of Django Reinhardt and, and all kinds of those influences that you just mentioned. And um, yeah, it was, it was really fun to dive into. Feels good. It's you can you can hear that come through. It's for me. It's it's performed with a real authenticity and a sensuality that's integral to the style of that music. But it, it also has an authority about it and a, a richness that makes me smile when I hear it because it's not easy to pull that stuff off, right? <laughs> well, thank you. I'm blushing. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I think. You know, when you get obsessed with something, it's just it, it. It starts to, you know, you start to live in it, and it, and it, and it. If it oozes out of you, then you know that's a good thing. It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and and I got to co- collaborate with some incredible musicians on this one, and and producers, and um, it's just been such a wonderful process. The connection to Uruguay and the musicians there, that's, you know, Uruguay is sort of the small, the, the, the small version of Argentina, I guess. It's sort of like, yeah, similar culture, but all its own. And so the tango and the jazz manouche lives there as well. And yeah, mm-hmm. really great musicians. Uh, for me, the standout on this record is the fourth song. It's called Walls. It's mm. so grand. It's uplifting, and you know, it, it, it's. Tr- I, I feel like it should be a massive hit. <laughs> yeah, it's tremendous. Thank you. Yeah, that that it's sort of the most different <laughs> on on the album, and yet it's sort of it has a through line to other music I've done in the past. But yeah, we got to you know go full orchestral on it, and we made a beautiful video. It was like you know. It, I started writing it before the pandemic, but then it be- kind of became uh, a pandemic <laughs> anthem at the time. Mm. Um, uh, you know, the the video we made sort of dove into that. And yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's a sort of a cath- cathartic, big, feely song with a lot of um, 
the indie <laughs> oh, <laughs> indie yeah. mu- music kind of like pop you know feel as well as the other stuff so it that yeah, it feels really good to sing that one. I, I think that's what I like about it because it's got that contemporary indie vibe, but it's also, you know, it's it's time honored, I feel like. It, mm. it's it's really, really unique. Thank you. Yeah. Um yeah, I I was I felt like that that would be the song that would sort of stand out on the album as well. And so I'm glad you're you're oh. feeling that too. Good. <laughs> I missed my calling as an AR person then. <laughs> Maybe it would have been handy. <laughs> <laughs> on on your uh, social media, Annabelle, I noticed that you had opened for Bruce Coburn um, last month. But in addition to that, mm-hmm. you also got up and played a song with him and in um, in your gig at Norfolk County last month. Mm-hmm. How yeah. Was that? But, oh, it was lovely. I I hadn't seen him in you know I think a decade or something. I don't know a long time. But I I uh, yeah, it was so great to see he's his musical performance is in such good form it's incredible like the guy's 77 and it it really you know really doesn't sound like <laughs> he's no. still he'll still sound so strong and so bright and it was yeah it was a thrill to play with him and you know i'd had the chance to actually write with him back in the early 2000s mm-hmm. um and we we wrote a couple of songs that ended up on one of his records and one of mine, and um, we didn't end up playing them because <laughs> we we wrote these complex songs with like difficult chords, and neither of us could really remember them. But anyway, maybe we'll <laughs> maybe another time I'll revisit. But so we ended up, yeah, we both just played on sort of simpler <laughs> songs of each other, ones that we know how to play still, and uh, it was yeah, it was thrilling. It was thrilling, and yeah, and and I got to sing night train with him which is one well i guess we'll get to this later but that's one of the songs that i just adore and gives me shivers every time and um so just to to sing the harmony with him was thrilling oh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's a good segue into your songs the songs that make your skin vibrate Mm. so you've got five of them here uh the first one is a classic it's come together by the beatles Mm mm-hmm I, the first record I ever owned was um, was Abbey Road oh, by the Beatles, and good, I, I good rem- start. Yeah, I remember being I was four, and I would I you know my dad showed me how to use the record player. I had the big headphones, and um, I would just listen to that constantly. And yeah, so that first track, of course, is you know it's the opening of the album. And um, it's just like such an incredible groove and such mm-hmm. an evocative bunch of words together. And, you know, oh, in yeah. my child mind, I, you know, I interpreted it. I don't know how, but uh, I, all I know is I, I loved it. And, uh, <laughs> and I still do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your second song here is a song that I love. And uh, I'm a little bit bitter because it's not on, it's not available on Spotify anymore, and that's my streaming service of choice. But it's cold, mm. it's Joni Mitchell, "Cold Blue Steel" and "Sweet Fire." Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a beautiful, powerful song, and 
she's an amazing songwriter. We all know a whole bunch of her tunes. Everybody, you know, knows Blue and mm-hmm. and uh, and Big Yellow Taxi and all those all, all the hits. But this one, uh, it's yeah, it just evokes kind of this dark struggle in a way mm-hmm. that's that's very beautiful and and insightful and um you know she just sort of peels back the, the wound and shows us what's going on inside mm-hmm. um and 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 the music is is kind of haunting and the open tuning is is amazing and yeah it's such a yeah it's like it's a dark but it's it's uh uplifting you know that yeah. like that that combination is um, is pretty exciting to listen to. Yeah, that is interesting, you know, because it is uplifting. It's 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 bright ish, but you're right. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, lyrics would not suggest as much. But mm-hmm. for me, when I I hear the song, it's pure Canadiana. I I was born in right. in '69, so I was a kid when this stuff was on the radio, and it just takes me back to that time. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I mean I think of being a coming of age in in Montreal in my twenties and just listening to that and, and studying it and trying mm-hmm. to learn it. <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh but yeah, it's it's something I discovered later. I, I guess that album was seventy three. It was it's on for the roses, right? Uh yeah. 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 Uh it's yeah, seventy two, seventy three. I think mm-hmm. so. Something like that, yeah. So yeah. that's that's the year I was born, but I only discovered it much later. But uh, so that's a great album, the whole thing. But that that tune is the standout one for me on that. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. um, gone through like you. You know, I was a kid and I heard the songs and they were kind of in the back of my mind. But I got into her in my late twenties and early thirties, and then I, mm-hmm. I I bought up all those records. Her first maybe eight or nine albums before I guess before Mingus. And, uh, mm. I, I, you know, later on with streaming, I would just make it, make this playlist and this song was on there and I would listen mm. to it every Saturday morning while I was having a coffee and reading the paper. It was, it's just so relaxing. Mm. Yeah. 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 It is. It's got this groove that is so chill and yeah. yet, you know, and, and yet it packs a punch with, with its lyrical content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, your next one is an old chestnut. This is a great pick. This is, I, I want to say this is early 60s. This is Sarah Vaughn and Honeysuckle Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's from a live record. It's just, uh, you know, her and a few incredible musicians. Yeah, it, this is her, that album I just listened to constantly. And it really, it informed the way I sing and improvise. Mm. And of course that tune is just, it's one of those happy, sexy jazz tunes that everybody knows that also, you know, Django Reinhardt made his own version really famous. And I love that one as well. But, uh, but Sarah Vaughn as a, as a vocal performer is just, um, yeah, she's just incredible. Wonderful voice. So smooth, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And you know, in the in the song, you can hear um, a little bit of Joni Mitchell. You can hear the influence there at the end. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, it's. Uh, I guess all these all all this culture kind of culture is this sort of spongy thing that mm-hmm. <laughs> everything influences everything, and yeah, for sure, Joni had a, a lot of 
incredible jazz influence and and like kind of interesting uh, chordal structures that you don't find in you know run of the mill folk music and that's like, right that's right that's definitely like it's sort of the richness of jazz oh um, yeah rubbing off yeah yeah uh changing gears now pj harvey to bring you my love <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know the first time i heard that tune i i, I don't know it was just like what is happening here? It kind of <laughs> sneaks in and um, there's something about PJ's voice and her and her delivery and sort of this kind of angstful intensity that I that I just adore. And yeah, so that whole yeah, the kind of nineties art rock mm-hmm. thing. I I really feel into that. And that was yeah, that was a an influence on an album I put out a while ago, uh, Be the Media. I sort of put out, you know, I, I was feeling the rock oh. at the time. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I think having listened to that album and that song quite a bit was was uh, an influence on me for sure. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I, I, I bought this record in 95 because of Down mm. by the Water. Uh, I think yeah. that was the single from the record. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a another great song. Also very dark. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, for just the whole the whole record's like super atmospheric, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, and it's got these sort of simple production things that happen that just that are so kind of they come out of the blue and are so evocative mm-hmm. and uh, you know like um, in bringing my love like. There's like a tremolo guitar, like a guitar that comes in playing tremolo or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. And it's just like, wow, what does that sound? Yeah. So uh, it's kind of things that are deceptively simple, but so effective to create a mood. Oh, yeah. Uh, and your last song, Annabelle, here is uh, Bruce Coburn. Yeah. Double, Night Train. Yeah, <laughs> I have so, to so, throw that in. It's on my mind. <laughs> yeah, th- th- this is an interesting pick. You know, I was thinking, hmm. so there must be a story behind this. Well, I mean, I I learned about, like, I learned about the song a little bit later because of, I, I kind of got into it after meeting mm-hmm. Bruce at a folk festival with the, the Will and Jennies. I was touring with that band uh, quite intensely and... Um, and he and Bruce had heard our record and came up to us at a folk festival and was like, "Wow, you guys are are great!" And oh, we we're wow. like, "Oh my, oh my God, you're, <laughs> do you want us to sing backup vocals for you?" And <laughs> he said, "Yes." And and one of the one of the songs that we sang with him was "Night Train," and um, and then we got the backstory from him, you know, on that song, which was really interesting like it's it's not it's different from a lot of his other songs in yeah. a way but it's also it's it's sort of similar to the Joni song that I picked in in its kind of uh driving groove and underlying kind of intensity mm-hmm. of uh, lyrical intensity and um yeah and and the lyrics are just they're like the brush strokes of a you know, an incredible painting. And yeah, I just, I, it's a great tune. It really is. Great pick. Listen, that's the end of your uh, song list here. 
I am so <laughs> glad that we crossed paths, Annabelle. I think your music is wonderful. Um, I, f- I feel fortunate that you reached out. I'd love to stay in touch. Likewise. Thank you so much for for getting back to me and having me on your show. I'm really I'm honored. It's it's a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to have you. Um, do we have any upcoming gigs that we want to talk about? Um, I am on a little bit of a pause while I move locations. <laughs> so um, I am in the midst of moving and I'm also working on a film soundtrack, which oh. is like completely absorbing my creative brain. And a whole uh, exciting direction that it has nothing to do with getting up and playing tunes for people, <laughs> but but is um, kind of similarly creatively satisfying. So um, I'm not sure when this film is coming out, so I can't really say much about it yet, but <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'll, I'll let you know when I have another little round of, of gigs coming up. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Let us know. Uh, the new record, newest record, is String of Pearls. And uh, mm-hmm. folks, go and check that out. It's awesome. I love it. And I highly recommend it. Annabelle, thank you so much once again for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. This has been No Sleep Till Subway with Brent Jensen. And my very special guest is Annabelle Chapostak. Till next time, folks. Take good care. Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Subway, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide.